Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Secrets of the Sire. We do this every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, talkradio.nyc. However, if you take a look at our Facebook feed, facebook.com slash Secrets of the Sire, we are not just Michael Dolce, your host, and Hassan Godwin, Lord of the Radio co-host. We've got Jackie the Joke Man Martling in studio with us. Longtime Howard Stern man, uh, stand-up comedian extraordinaire, joining us as our illustrious third chair. For one reason, to find out what the sire is. I have no idea. <laughs> it's a superhero no force by his own costume. I've been on the show evil. for like over a year, and I still don't think they, they won't good. tell me. <laughs> That's, well, you know, we're all still trying to find out what that is. <laughs> yeah, you should buy the latest you don't know. trade paperback, which is coming out next month as well, too, and you can continue doing now, that. Now, Dolce but, is French? It's actually Italian. It Dolce. Is, yeah. Well, that means milk. Yeah. Milk no. of my mother. <laughs> it's oh, very cool. sweet. It is very sweet. <laughs> and Hassan <laughs> means fix my Toyota. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Well, they, they switched it to Prius now because we're in the, we're in the green age. Very, but, yeah, for the most part. Yeah. And Sam is just Sam. <laughs> yeah. Sam's, Sam's wearing his pink shirt. and that's, that's Well, it's not pink it's so much. This is his red one. So, you know. Usually when he wears his pink, he's, he's feeling flamboyant. But. Good, good. Uh-huh. He's so, celebrating me being here. Pretty much, pretty much. Now, usually we have a meticulous show outline. We go through everything. We talk about comics, movies, TV, yeah, pop gonna, culture. That's going to get tossed. We have no outline tonight. There is no outline. That's we're, a lot to do in an hour. Yeah. Well, we, we, we try to keep it very, very tight. We don't succeed, but we try. Uh, yeah. You know, we try. Uh, but instead, we're going we're gonna to talk to you. I, I think this is a pretty, you know, exciting thing. Um, you know, having you on, I mean, I think we're not, I think I know, uh, I was a huge Howard Stern fan. Uh, for a long time, so to have you sitting in on us, it's, it's I great. can't. I'm looking at you, and I couldn't tell you if you're 24 or 38. It's the beard. I would say, uh, I would say probably 26. How old are you? I'm 38. How old are you? I'm 38. How old is he, Sam? He's 38. Yeah. Are you really? Yeah, I, I keep in good shape. How Not old me. You, how old do you think Hassan is? <laughs> 71. <laughs> I just had a major birthday. Did you really? I just turned 40. God, nice. you know, you always, you, you never, you always remember your second time, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Because it, it takes a little long. <laughs> that's been, that's back when it used to happen. I, I actually, I'm just, at the age where the only time I want it twice is before I had it once. <laughs> <laughs> I should just end now. I'm done. Like, yeah. That's, that's, the, yeah, that's yeah. the best I'm going to get. Yeah, we don't that's have anything. Get. We're, we no, are I unarmed. Just hit, I just hit 7-0, Hassan, and I do not really? remember. People come up and say, happy 70th birthday, and I'm like, that's an oxymoron. <laughs> I hurt in places I didn't even know I had oh, places. Man. But you know, it's better than being dead. I like it. You That's know? true. Yeah. Although I've heard good things about dead too. Yeah. You know, well, it's... well, you would with this sire bullcrap. You know? <laughs> I think yes. I'm doing good, and then I walk into this apartment that's like bumps and grinds, and, and Jesus, I almost killed myself walking here from the bathroom. It's four steps. <laughs> it's New York City, baby. I know. I, I know. I love. It. And there's a new. I got here early. And there's a brand new restaurant across the street, and it was, I don't know the name of it, but it was, it, it looked, it doesn't have a Japanese name, but it's, it looks like a dark New York City wooden bar, but it's a Japanese <clears throat> bar slash restaurant. You we, know. We've eaten there. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It's very nice. You know, it, 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 it was very strange. I walked in, and there's over, oh, how y'all do? I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it was great. <laughs> but uh, it was fun. They were very nice. They were very nice. They gave me the right change and everything. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I should be giving. I wanted to give a nice plug, and I have no idea what the name of the place was. I couldn't tell you. What's yeah. the, what was it? Was the name? We ate. It there, was, we ate their Christmas Eve in, or something like that. Something or Thanksgiving Asian. Eve. Yeah, one sixty second. It was something Asian. One sixty seventy second Street. Yes, West Second. We can tell them where it is. We can't tell them what it is. No, but we, we can tell them where it is. We won't show them this video when we approach them for sponsorship. But we'll. I will stop over there. I will stop over there. <laughs> so, I, how big? So we talk eight again, inches. We talk. <laughs> we talk comics, nice, movies, good one. TV, and pop culture. Are you big into any Marvel stuff? Are you big into? No, any you know, I couldn't stuff? wait to get here, and I didn't want to have a conversation with you before because I'm not a comic book guy. I used mm-hmm. to be a, a zillion years ago, um, but I never ever made the leap to Stanley and Marvel. I was a. I had the most eclectic, ridiculous. Mad Magazine, and Superman, and Batman, and Betty and Veronica, and Archie, and Uncle Scrooge. I had the 
the weirdest collection of comics. And of course, I had 200 of them. And of course, like everybody else, you wake up one day, and 20 years later, and like, what happened to them? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, I know my mother, I had a whole bunch of mad magazines, and then there was one of those little mad primers. And the kids were out back behind the garage smoking a reefer. And my mother read that and threw it away. And I'm like, that was it. where are that my was mad it. magazines? Oh, there's something in there about a reefer. I, I, I'm like 10 years. I didn't know what the hell she was talking <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah. You know, but I, I was into, I, you know, I did a little bit of, you know, the Aquaman. But I never made the, the, the rubber man and, the, and you know, I, I never made that live. The Justice League. And, I mean, I, I did Justice League a little bit because Superman and Batman was sure. there. But, you know, but I was so into Superman. I, you know, I was one of those guys that sat there and stood up in the, at the movie and said, you got that wrong. You know, <laughs> that's not what Ma can't look like, you, you jerk. S- you stood up the entire movie then. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah especially for that one. But I love it. You know, I'll tell you. I don't know anything. I was at the toy fair the other day. My guys at Be Terrific. I don't know if you know who they are. No. BeTerrific.com. They're uh, these one. They're, they're like you guys. They're, they're movers and shakers. And the guys walking around uh, the toy fair with a camera and microphones and talking to people. And he goes out live over BeTerrific.com. It's really fun. But I am so lost. I mean, they got forty-five million little statues of. Yeah. I never heard of any of these. You know, like whole complete. Walls of stuff, and I'm like, who is that? When did that happen? The only thing I saw that I said, "Geez, I couldn't, I couldn't even wrap my brain around having it when I was a kid," is they had a, a, what the hell is that? The, 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 the you control with the thing. Uh, a drone. A drone. A drone. God damn, I'm so old. <laughs> <laughs> but it was Superman That's with a, Superman a propeller. A drone. This is Superman that you can make fly around. I'm like. Ee! <laughs> that's cool, you know, but the rest is... Yeah, kids don't need imaginations anymore. No, so that's a no waste. imaginations are put... put you know, yeah. here's the thing they have. They have a hoop and another hoop, and you make the plane fly through the hoops. Where are all these drones going to go? What about when there's a party and there's 19 three-year-old kids running around and somebody's drone goes into their eyes? I mean, is anybody doing the math here? No. Or am I stupid? No. Am I stupid? No one's thinking ahead at all. They're thinking that they're going to get some sleep after their kids have worn themselves out chasing drones all over the place. Let me tell you right now, I have a two-year-old. If he's chasing a drone, that's awesome because I can sit down (laughs) and do nothing. So see? It's going to be fantastic. Yeah, no one's thinking about the implications of lawsuits and stuff like that. Well, my drone flies over the next-door neighbor's pool. Ah, there there you go. When my neighbor's wife is out. (laughs) (laughs) The only problem is you should see her. He looks better than her. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but it was you know the toy fly over and drop a radio in the pool. <laughs> Does that still work? <laughs> what a way to kill you! That's how James Bond killed the the villain in the very first James Bond, right? Knocked the fan into fan into the the tub. Into the tub. Yeah, yeah. God. I remember was that. It just taking a leisure was, tub. That was very traumatic. Well, yeah. James Bond used to just to find everybody in the tub. Yes. That's what he used to wait until they were all well, they were know, taking a bath. He's on a South Sea island where the thing is plugged into the to the light bulb above and it's hanging down. You know, you can get electrocuted just looking at that light. You know, <laughs> but it's great fun. So everyone's talking about Black Panther right now. Black Panther movie, and I knew you were going to ask me about that. And uh, I was never a member of the Black Panthers, and I didn't even <laughs> encourage them because they started so, so you're much trouble. So you're, you're debunking that rumor now, yeah. right? This is official? I, 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 I don't have any place. interest in the Marvel stuff, or not much. I go here and there, but yeah. uh, I, I went to Wonder Woman because it seemed interesting, and I loved it. I thought it, it, everybody I know, old people, young people, everybody loved that, and... I have no interest in Black Panther, but it's been so crazy, the mm-hmm. reviews, and everybody right. I know right. that didn't think that everybody loves it. So I wanted to go, and not even thinking about this show, I couldn't go. Every, every like, Broadway <laughs> cinema on Long Island and Westbury, if you go at a time when you can go, right, right. At, where you a choose normal your time. seats, except for the back right corner and the front <laughs> row, there's no seats available. It's, I mean... And hasn't it been out a while? Uh, yeah, two weeks. It's about two cr- weeks. It should crazy. be. It should have died down by now, so but it's not. We, so I haven't seen yeah. it, but I'm going to pretend I saw it. Uh, you know, we, right, I we couldn't believe that black guy beat all those people. Up. <laughs> <laughs> we've that's, actually done. That's it. pretty much the whole movie. <laughs> so you've seen it. <laughs> yeah. Basically, we've but done Ma entire Kent, shows where we Ma haven't Kent seen it. Did not look like that in real life. No, no. <laughs> but I, do, no. I am going to go see it. I, I really do want to see it. We were actually talking about this off the air too. It's what do we account for the phenomenon, right? Like the first week. 
first week is one thing, right? First week, everyone wants to go see it. It's, it becomes this thing. Right. The second week, it's got to be good, right? I mean, that's got to be Do you know, the- I think th- this is, you know, I'm dating myself because this is, you know, but my mind as well. I play with myself. But the, <laughs> I knew that was coming. Like a million years ago. <laughs> you did not. I did, too. A million years ago, when they made the Howard Stern movie, you know, it's, it, I'm sure you guys know, if you're on the web and you say, oh, I got... 200,000 people looked at this, what I just did. Right. You know, if one person out of every 5,000 buys a CD, that's right. when the web first started. I had Jokeland. I had so much great stuff on the web. I was one of the, I had, I had a cable modem that for some reason, Bayville, Long Island, on the North Shore of Long Island, was one of the test areas where they gave us a cable modem like a full year or two before other people. So I'm loading everything on there. You know, I'm putting pictures on there. I don't know enough to dumb them down. <laughs> So people are spending all day downloading one picture because they're on 14.3 or whatever the hell. But I put all this stuff and I was getting hundreds of thousands of people saying, well, if one person out of a thousand or if one, nobody bought nothing. Yeah. You know, there's there's nothing going on like that. It doesn't translate. Sure. To any to any buys or or, or maybe just my stuff. But I know when they made the Stern no, movie. No, we make no money either. Don't when, worry. When they made the Stern movie. We made whatever. I, I hesitate to say we, but it was we. With the, I know it was such an unknown because yeah. in the course of all the years, like the, the five million people that were listening to the Stern Show in 1988, weren't the five million that were listening in 1986. There's yeah. churn, so it might you right, know. Right. So over those twelve years, there had to be so not just you know the twenty million people that were con- were current listeners, but so many people. And so much curiosity. I'm sure everybody's like, there was, in our minds, there's a chance it was going to have this kind of crazy, you know, if if all those millions of people went sure. twice, you know, it's, right. That's kind but, of but they didn't, you know, they didn't, it, 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 it made, you know, $15 million, which was number one at the time, but it was such an unknown. But these people that made this, they hadn't, they didn't mm-hmm. know to expect no, this right now no. they yeah, had no, no, no idea and it's, it, it's part of the cultural zeitgeist right now it's part of something that uh between that and wonder woman we and we talked about it you know now women, what did, did wonder woman it didn't go crazy like this did it it did but this is now top this is this is doubled it this second week of black panther made more money than the first like week the people went home and sent their neighbors and their friends type yeah. thing yeah 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 this i'm is thinking it's been out business. a while i'm gonna go see the movie except barbara what you know what time you want to go after you know okay but 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 Whoa! Yeah. In fact, Packed. when I first looked at it, I thought, wow, this thing is already burnt out. Look how many seats are available. And then I'm like, no, those are the ones that aren't available. You, know? <laughs> you idiot. You know? Well, you mentioned private parts. You mentioned Howard Stern. And we want to get all into that because, uh, like I said, we, you know, big fans. And, and I listened all through, gosh, I mean, I all through your tenure. That's okay. That's good. That's good. I like honesty. That's not true. No, I know. <laughs> it's totally. All right. Not so true. when we come back, we're gonna we're gonna dive deep into. You the have past. sponsors. Yeah, eventually. Who's a sponsor tonight? It's uh, actually my own book. I'm sponsoring my own show. That works. JackieTheJokeMan dot com. If you go to JackieTheJokeMan dot com, the Amazon page pops up for my book. Check might as well, might as well co-promote our books together. Done and done. Go check it out. And when we come back, more Howard Stern history. We uh, talk comics, movies, TV, pop culture, all the stuff that you love, and we do it right stuff here. Um, makes the girls run away. Oh, well, clearly. <laughs> no, no, no. This, that is completely false. Stuff that makes the girls That leave. is completely, completely false. I recommended false. Secrets of the Sire on my show, and I got less uh, female listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Secrets of the Sire. Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. We do this every week. We talk comics, movies, TV, pop culture, and uh, tonight we have a very special guest. We have Jackie the Joke Man Martling from the Howard Stern Formerly Show. Formerly many years ago. Aye, that's well. You still you still guest you on know, it. People people know I haven't in years. People come up and they 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 way they talk to me. It's like you know, hey, we miss you, man. Like it was yesterday. You yeah. Know, yeah, seventeen seventeen years a long time. You know, it's a really long time. But you know. 
Who cares? Listen, I'm going to plug my gigs. Uh, Friday night, I'm at uh, the Courtyard Marriott in Mount Arlington, New Jersey, which is just a cute little place, which I dig. And uh, that's not sold out. And then I'm at the Newtown, in Newtown Theater in Newtown, Pennsylvania, which is sold out. But if you come there and tell them you know me, <clears throat> I'll get your seat on the stage because... Uh, <laughs> It's a door deal. I'm hungry for every penny or something. <laughs> if I'm going to drive all the way to wherever, I don't even look on the map anymore. You know, I say yes before the phone rings, and then I take the gig, and then I surprise myself. Hey, and I look and I, and I look on the map, and I'm like, why don't I? Oh, because it's not on here. And I open the map. Oh, there it is. You know, I don't care. I get in the car and I drive, you know. And I know I'm going to meet a girl, but I haven't since, like, about... 1992. <laughs> well, they still think you're on the Howard Stern show. Though. No, they do. don't say anything. <laughs> now, how do you guys know each other? We, we were. You certainly don't yeah. look like twin brothers. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. We're related. No. Yeah. <laughs> Comic books? Yeah, we worked together at a magazine called Wizard Magazine. Uh, it was the preeminent comic book magazine until upper management completely tore it down and ooh, ooh. fell apart and uh, it Lawsuits. became... <laughs> yeah. Well, no. I mean, they can't sue us now. Yeah. The magazine doesn't exist anymore. Now, when you yeah. said comic book book magazine, is this Marvel? Is this it was, Archie it Comics? Was, it was Entertainment right, Weekly of yeah. Comics. So it's it right across a, the board, everything. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 And it was it was like the preeminent authority. So we uh, we actually worked together there. Um, and then we also years. were in a band together for five years. So yeah. I was the singer. He was the bass player. He's which amazing. Did the, which precluded okay. which? Uh, we met at Wizard. And started and the band. And started the band. And that also went nowhere. And then we said, why don't we give podcasting a try? You know, that's, that's what you do. You meet another guy at work. If you're not going to have a gay relationship, you start a band. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> Sometimes both. But yeah. this time it didn't happen. That <laughs> no, way. It's so funny because speaking of bands, I, would, I played in a band in the 70s. I was a songwriter. But uh, <laughs> to quote Rodney Dangerfield, in 1979, I quit as a songwriter. And to give you an idea how well I was doing, I was the only one who knew I quit. <laughs> But we used to play at a place called the Right Track Inn in Freeport in the 70s. And then when I became a comedian and I was producing shows, we used to play at a place. I used to put on shows at a place called Heckle and Jekylls in Massapequa in 1979. And yesterday, yesterday, I got an email from the guy that was the head bartender at the Right Track Inn and then owned Heckle and Jekylls. And like, talk about bands. That's like, what is that, 35 years ago? Like, you know. Gino Rice, if you're out there, hello, Gino. <laughs> you know, he sends me a picture, and I said, well, who's this, your show. grandfather, for Christ's sake? You know. <laughs> so Private Parts is, was one of my favorite movies in college, too, and I was watching that, and it was, it, was, it was really cool. I mean, did it really happen kind of the way it was depicted in the um, movie? Yeah, you know, kind of. <laughs> you know, I, I got a problem with it because it's a whole long story. It, the chapter isn't in my book. It's going to be in the sequel. I wrote... Two books. Yeah. I wrote, I had so many stories that I barely got started and I had 600 pages. So I had to do Sophie's Choice and pick the chapters that I right. wanted to be in the first book. Sure. Right. And I don't know if I'm going to get to do the second one. I'm going self, to self-publish it if I have to. And there's a whole huge long chapter about private parts, you know, called very private parts. Because there's <laughs> a lot of crap went on behind the scenes and stuff. And they actually were going to make the movie uh, without me. And I was sitting there for months, you know, and... They're like having meetings and stuff, and I'm I talk about, you know how it feels if everybody's invited to the party and you're sure, not yeah. like. Sure. But I'm sitting there on the air for five hours a day, and there's nobody's talking about it. It's the elephant in the room, and then that got scrapped, and they started over, and uh, they figured out a way because they were going to do the movie without without me existing, like like there wasn't me because I wrote jokes and handed yeah. them to Howard, so they weren't going to show that on the on sure. in the movie, right. and I understand right. that you know. But then the way they did private parts <clears throat> is it was like they were huge, monstrous successes. And then at the very end, I showed up and jumped on the train. You know, right. like, oh, yeah. you know, it was at the very end. Oh, oh and here's our new guy today, Jackie Martling. And uh, yeah, at least I got to be in the movie. I, the one thing I really wish is the reason I got on the show is because I sent them my albums. Now, if Howard had said, hey, here's our new guy on the show today. Look, he sent me these albums. That would have been not only great for me, but that would have time-stamped the movie with LPs right. from 19, you know. <laughs> right, right. But uh, they didn't do that. But uh, it was it was really, really fun. And so it made it look like I just hung on for dear life at the very end. But some of it was right on. Like, I'll tell you, everybody loves the match game scene. Yeah, and yeah, that's yeah, yeah. as close to reality 
as a guy. That was that was accurate. Yeah. And there really was a girl that came in and took off her clothes. Yeah. Um, but I wasn't there for that. But in the oh. movie, I you know I <laughs> I, I sat <laughs> I next to Jenna Jameson nude for for three days shooting that scene. It was so great because to do the to do the movie. Since we're on the air, on the radio every day, it was really tough to get, you know, to put the hours together. So instead of having set times, because it's union guys, they had to make it so they could just take Howard when they could get him. So we had what was called uh, French French hours or French service, which meant there was a full buffet available at all times. It wasn't like shoot for a couple hours, break, lunch. You know, it's like catch, catch your food when you can. So... We'd, we'd stop shooting the scene and, and go to the... I could still remember standing at the buffet and there's Jenna, Jenna Jameson, stark naked, wearing a bathrobe, but the bathrobe's open. And these guys are like dropping their food and running into each other. Like, Holy Christ. Oh, talking about it, I can almost smell it. Oh, man, it was incredible. And she, and she was so great. Someone's running. All I had to do all, the whole time was I was folding her bra when she took it off and folding her panties. <laughs> <laughs> she was a pal. She was so we really. We tried really that here, fun. but Hassan's yeah. bra was really tough to. Well, like, you, know, you know, you know how it is. And that, yeah, and that here, shooting you know? uh, at uh, large, the uh, outdoor uh, rock and roll scene at Bryant Park was oh, okay, yeah, just yeah. off the charts. So, you know, ACDC just blasting that song all day, and me and Robin were doing the bump, and I just with the, the with the process of a movie. Did you get the deja vu feeling of of having lived it? Um, or was it or just was too... it like a hype? No, because we were still it, we were still in the thick of it. Yeah. You know, the show was it wasn't like, hey, remember we used to do this? We had done it that morning. Yeah, you know, right, yeah. right. It uh, so it just it, seemed kind of odd, right? Just it, in, it, just in the yeah, but it's all you know, it's all out of sync, and so and I didn't, you know, to tell you the truth, I my part was so small, I only had a you know a couple of scenes. I only had a couple of weeks, you know. But on you know, the movie. you you and you're like an endearing and that's why people still say they miss you and still want to, you know, know about, you know, what happened and why aren't you there and we miss you and want to be there cuz you know, sometimes it's it's the smallest roles that actually resonate the most. Yeah, now, a lot of people say that that's that's their favorite scene in the movie and it's uh, and my lines like the it it <clears throat> According to a lot of people, especially me, that's the funniest line in the, in the movie. It's the yeah. funniest line, and I wrote it, which you know makes me yeah. feel very good. You know, so who knows? Do you it, feel uh, so? I mean, having done so, uh, I mean, I have a ton of questions, right? So, I mean, just going through that and going through the you're thirty eight. Yeah, you really are. Yeah, I couldn't believe him when he said he had a kid. I yeah. thought, <laughs> I, I figured he shoplifted. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. He's running around. He's a good little nugget. But um, no, like. When you're when you're actually in the thick of of of, you know, going through the rise of the of the show and being a part of the rise and and kind of breaking all these boundaries. I mean, do you guys? This isn't the age of social media. This isn't like you're not hearing this stuff twenty four seven. You're just kind of doing it, right? You know the old thing about you know if you put a frog in a hot frying pan, he'll jump out. You know, but see, also you put a frog in a frying pan, turn on, and it slowly gets. Hot. He, he stands there and burns to death because it was so gradual. Yeah. <clears throat> and I went. I became full time in. Uh, I, I quit going on the road so I'd be available. And I said, "Hey, I'm not going on the road anymore. I'm ready." And then and I was on two days a week, and I went from two to three to four to five. Truth be told, it was a lot funnier the days I was there, and it was when you a b it, you know. Yeah. So they needed me there, and. Just created that whole thing of passing notes. It was like, it was so organic. You, you, it, it's hard. I wish we could make a movie about that because it was so gradual and mm-hmm. so ballsy. You know, I'm sitting there with this guy who's like a, a, a top disc jockey, and I don't know from radio, and I'll, I'll hand him an idea. And like, when I first did that, he looked at me like, you know, like, you know yeah. I don't need you to help me across the street. Sure, Pretty sure. soon I was pushing him across the street. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <clears throat> but after we went, the turning point was when we everybody said radio's local and you can't syndicate a morning show. Sure. And when they we syndicated to Philadelphia and Washington and it worked big time almost right away. It was like we might have a tiger by the tail here. But I'm telling you, I don't know if it happened three times, five times. It, I they couldn't get a hold of Robin and Howard usually and Fred wasn't talking to anybody and they were scared of him anyway. So I always was getting interviewed, and they would always say the same thing. Jackie, 
The show is groundbreaking. You guys are so funny and so great, and the whole world's listening. But how long can it last? Yeah. And they said that after two years. <laughs> and then they said that after five years. And all of a sudden, we're on Channel 9. Oh, you guys are so great. But how long can it last? And then the pay-per-views. And then how long can it last? Then he wrote a book. Then he wrote another sure. book. And then, then he'd made the movie. And then we're on CBS against Saturday Night Live. Oh, yeah, you guys are good. How long can it last? It lasted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one thing I used to always brag about was the first day I walked in, they called me up. And uh, said, we got your albums. We think you're very funny. This is Howard. He picked up the phone right away and said, you want to come in and join us on the air today to judge a, a talent contest we're going to do over the telephone. And I'm in my mother's attic. That's where my joke land was, my sure. mother's attic. And I'm hosting at Governor's Comedy Shop in Levittown. And do you want to come in to AM? you know, yeah. 50,000 watts? Yeah, let me think about it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I drove in there, and I walked in, and it was Howard. And Robin and Fred. And at the end of the day, they said, you're a lot of fun. Come back next week. <laughs> so I came back next week for 18 years. <laughs> but the last day I was on the air, yeah. it was Howard and Robin and Fred and me. The same four people. I always bragged about, you know, weddings. I mean, not weddings. Marriages and TV yeah. shows and bands. Nobody lasts like that. Yeah. It's the same four people. And then I'm the one that screwed it up. So <laughs> that kind of takes the wind out of that. You know? Well, when we come back, we're going to talk. We're going away. A guy was in the middle of a sentence. <laughs> that's, that's how I do it. That's how it works. It's very tight. I run a very tight ship in this, in this thing. <laughs> Newtown Theater, Newtown, Pennsylvania, Saturday night. I'm at Studio Theater in uh, Lindenhurst, March 31st. And Windsor Locks. You ever hear that? Windsor Locks, Connecticut. I'm doing a show there at... Uh, Bobby V's, my old friend Brad Axelrod from the Treehouse Comedy Clubs, and now I'm going to shut up, Mike. We got it. When we come back, a little more history, and we got to talk about Baba Booey when we come back. You can. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com. You ever seen, like, the old men at the Starbucks? Like, they have their little, like... I don't go to Starbucks. Oh, I do. I'm a, I work you know, at I'm a man. It's fantastic. And, uh... <laughs> they just have these old men club, and they just sit around and talk about the good old days. That's why I don't go into Starbucks. <laughs> it's a creepy sausage dress on, on caffeine. Secrets of the Sire. Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. I was just enjoying the song. <laughs> we'll give you cuts. It'll be great. Don't you dare. It'll go, it'll go great. A compliment. We'll force a complimentary album on you. <laughs> that's, when you're walking yeah, out the door. That's how it's, that's how it's done. <laughs> yeah, take this with you. So normally we talk comics, movies, TV, pop culture, although this is this definitely this still falls pop. in the pop culture. Sure. See, it yeah, works out totally pretty good, culture. but uh, we've got culture. Jackie the Joke Man Martling in... Uh, in studio, talking about his days in Howard Stern, talking about all the fun that was had. Um, you know, I guess our intern, uh, Susuma, wanted to know, you know, the, the myth of Baba Booey and, and the legend of Baba Booey and how that all kind of came about. And you know, it, like everything, it was so simple, just like the whole F. Jackie craze. It, right. it starts with something ridiculous, like <clears throat> Gary was talking about uh, Baba Louie. I, I didn't... It, the cartoons and the TV shows they talked about were after my time. Yeah, yeah. I was, I'm older than those guys. Yeah. I didn't even become a comedian until I was 31 when I quit music. So, you know, I got on the Stern Show. I didn't get my first paycheck in my life until I was 38. I mean, I was a late bloomer. I was, you know, I had women and booze and pot to smoke. I had things to do. <laughs> so we'd be on the show, and they'd be talking about the Partridge family or something and, and, and a certain episode. And I'd be scratching my head. And Gary and Howard and Fred would be looking at me like I'm an outcast. And I'm like, <laughs> I was out getting laid while you morons are watching the Partridge family with your mommy and daddy. You know, yeah, I'm a real loser, you know. 
<laughs> but Gary was a, it collects cells, like you know, bad enough to watch cartoons, but he's got the cells that yeah. aren't even moving. Yeah. I know these are what he loves. So he was talking about Baba Louie that was on whatever TV show, whatever cartoon. Uh, and I was going to say the Frightening Fred show, but no, that's that was the co-writer. And uh, and he said, uh, "Yeah, I I got a really good picture of Baba Booey. and and, they, and it sounded wrong to everybody. It even sounded wrong to me. And, and I think Fred said, what, "What are you talking about?" He says, "You know, the guy on was a quick draw, quick draw, big rub, Baba Booey. <laughs> and all of a sudden, everybody, was, you know, moron, Baba. Lee. And Scott comes running in with the tape. Of Gary saying Baba, Baba Booey twice. And Howard played it a hundred times. And, <laughs> and it was stamped in time. I mean, that, that has to be the most iconic. Isn't it amazing? Out of everything you guys have done, I think that's the most iconic piece yeah, of audio. Very, right? very recognizable. And also, when Howard uh, did his second book, the, the chapter about me, the first two words were F, you know, yeah. the, the word. You can uh, curse. This is the internet. Was, so. Fuck Jackie. <laughs> And somebody called up and said, "Hey, Howard, I, I you know I enjoyed your book, and by the way, uh, I agree." And you couldn't <laughs> curse. We, I, you couldn't curse because it was it was terrestrial radio. Yeah. I said, "F Jackie," and everybody kind of laughed. And the next call called up and said, "Yeah, I really liked your book," and and you know I agree too. F Jackie, <laughs> and the second one was enough, and they were off to the races. Yeah, that's and all it became took. F Jackie. I named one of my CDs F Jackie. I figured they're going to break my chops. <laughs> I'll get some promotion Let's get some out of it. money out of it. But once that gets going... We actually, when we posted about your appearance in the comments feed... Of had, course, of course. Yeah. And I... I Chris, shout out to Chris Ward. I, I like that. You know, I, I, it's fun. It's, it's goofy. It's endearment, you know. And uh, for whatever reason, uh, I was on the second to last day of Terrestrial, when they yeah. were on Terrestrial. And it was such a fun, fun, fun time. Well, I'll tell you about Gary. But then the next day, I guess they did a live event from you know thousands of people, you know, you know, right. a, a rally, and at the very end of the last day of their, you know, the last seconds of them being on terrestrial radio, the very last thing Howard said was, "And f Jackie," which, <laughs> I, which I take as a, a love letter. Yeah, <coughs> a little you can say stamp. no, no. He wanted everybody in the world to hear that, but it's, that's fine. But. Uh, <laughs> It's oh, it's just all so funny. What's uh, what's your, what's your, like, what's the standout highlight for you in in that run? Like, uh, you you mentioned in the movie with the Jenna Jameson scene, which was which was pretty awesome. But take the movie out. Just and actually, just the, the actual... story he just told is a highlight for me. Yeah. you know, so that's a <laughs> living living vicarious. There was like so a... so many. We we're in, you know, I was a musician and a, and a hippie in the late sixties, and we we're in, you know, we we're at the the Prince's Trust concert in London, and we're up in the catacombs in a room broadcasting and we're sitting there and the Bee Gees are sitting across I'd always sit next to Howard when, sure. we're, when we're on the road or something and I'm here and Howard's there and Robin's there and we, right where I could touch them just like you the three Bee Gees and they sang a couple songs acapella uh -huh. right there and I'm like shoot me now I can die yeah. now and then James Taylor came in the studio and he sang and you know with, with him right there those are highlights but you know it, you know, being on the stage when when we did the rally, and you can't nail anything down. No, it was just too phenomenal. It was a blur know? of like fantastic. We're moments. sitting there at six o'clock in the morning, blurry, and all of a sudden, boom! <laughs> through the door, here comes Sam Kinison, Pat McCormick, oh Jack Riley, and Chuck McCann. Now I'm sure there's not three people in the audience that have any idea who any of them are, except oh, for I... Sam Kinison, and maybe Sam Kinison. I would but say, but it, it's. The Mount Rushmore of yeah, 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 comedy yeah. in my childhood. Chuck McCann was a childhood, you know, uh, talk show host sure. or whatever, you know, like a soupy sales type thing. And Jack Riley was from the New Heart Show. And Pat McCormick was like the six foot six, crazy, filthy, incredible writer, performer. And it's like, I'm like, holy jeez. You know, Sam got done with his set at the comedy store and said, hey, you guys. Let's go do the Howard Stern show, man. They got, on, they got on his plane and came out. You know, like, you can't make that crap up, you know. So, aside from that, it was a bore. <laughs> yeah, it sounded terrible yeah. you know, every time we yeah. listened to it. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. glad to be here. Yeah, one of the, one the, of the worst podcast. things that ever happened. Uh, oh, good. That was my next question. We used to, we used to write, we used to write this, the, uh, 
questions for Stuttering John to say. It was always oh. great because he was an idiot. He didn't oh. know what he was doing. So he, we'd send him, you know, and he'd go up and say to Helen Keller, hey, how do I look today? You know what I mean? Like, because he just didn't know. And, uh, oh, uh, I, I have a, a new knock-knock joke, a Helen Keller knock-knock joke. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. Here we go. Is the audience ready? We'll, we'll find <laughs> we'll out. Find it's find a Helen out. Keller knock-knock joke. Knock-knock. Who's there? <laughs> She didn't hear. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so what were we talking about? Something good. He said the worst. This is going to be the oh, worst moment. So Stutter John <laughs> asked questions of all these people. And, and he, you know, almost gets beat up. But he was such a trooper. He would stay out yeah, all night, I wait remember. in line, fight his way in. He he earned his, his keep as, a, you know, he, sure. he was an iconic figure for a while. And he really was. And... Ringo was the first Beatle that was going to go on tour. and Well, maybe Wings, I, whatever. But Ringo is, is going to go on tour. And it was crazy news. And this is like 1990, I, give yeah. or take five years. I don't remember. But it's big news. And he's doing a press conference in New York City. And it's a live press conference. And there were literally, not exactly... A billion people listening around the world. It was on every channel, every radio, everything. This, and this is before the internet and all. I mean, just right, right. it's everywhere. And we send Stuttering John, and he gets off a question. <laughs> and do you guys, do you know this already? Do you know this story? And, no. And and as always, I was throwing the, the oldest, stupidest kids' jokes and stuff because it just because it's so out of place, you know. And so. All of a sudden, and we're listening live on the air. It's like at nine o'clock in the morning. We're listening, you know, and all of a sudden you hear the, the, the press guy or whatever go, ah, young man there from K Rock. And we're like, oh, oh. And John goes, John goes, Ringo, what'd you do with the money? And Ringo gives him the setup line that you would do if you were telling a joke. He goes, he goes, Ringo, what 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 what'd you do with the money? And he said, "What money?" He said, "Money your your mom gave you for singing this." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, ah! Ah! a billion people heard John insult Ringo. And it, was my, it was it was the oldest joke in the bar. Was the, it was like I still get douche chills in thirty years. Ago, I'm still like, oh, because what are the odds of him it's getting like, through? Yeah. Oh. And it's like you're exposed now. It's like this is this is real. It's out there. You know, this is, we're not taking this back. Did you yeah. ever get? Did you ever get like nervous around like a, sp- a particular celebrity or a particular comedian you know, or a particular? No, musician? because you know what? It was our, it was our you know, living room. It was Howard's right. living room. But yeah. you know, like uh, that's why I, put like, up I the couldn't banners. believe. Like I'm sitting there and James Taylor's playing or the Bee Gees are there right. or you know, it, it just you know Sam Kennison I knew already, but you know it, it was always exciting as hell. And uh, and I used to finagle, you know. We'd have people on, and Howard would never introduce anybody, you know. Like he, you know, it was all him, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, and, yeah. You know, forget ja- Jackie and Fred or who. We, we might as well be invisible. <laughs> and these celebrities would come in, and I would get Grillo to ask either their PR person or ask the celebrity or whatever, and get an email address. Just get some kind of address, right. and I would send them a pile of Jackie crap. <laughs> You know, CDs or books or whatever, or cassettes, whatever I had, you know. And I would send them, and a lot of people would come back on the show again. Yeah, yeah. And when they came on, they'd for, they'd completely forget that they'd never met me. <laughs> you know, they got my stuff, and I made them laugh. And, like, well, hi, you know, they're walking, hi, Howard, hi, Jackie. And he's like, you know, what's going on? And, you know, like Roger Daltrey walked in, he was all over me, and, sure. and Clarence Clemens came in and sat down. I went to take a leak, and I came back, and Howard's sitting there fuming. And I said, what's up? And he goes, yeah, Clarence is sitting there telling me how uh, after the bar closed in Mill Valley, they sit around and get drunk and listen to your joke tapes. And, and he goes, yeah, man, you're the funniest guy. <laughs> <laughs> and who else? Roger and uh, Diamond Dave from oh, whatever. Sure. From Van Halen. So uh, it, that was that was just 
me finagling. And, you know, I get yelled at for that. But how harmless can anything be? Well, right? that's a good question, too, right? Because, like, what was it like when the mics are turned off? I mean, you know, how was Howard? How was Robin? Uh, well, like, how we was were, everybody? We were, it was, everybody was, you know, all for one, one for We're having fun. That's all. Just having fun. So there was, I mean, it was never, you know, anybody stepping on anybody's toes or anything about know, that. It, once, one time, I, we used to do Sternak, which was the Carson's Karnak. Yeah. You know, question and answer. You give the answer and then say the question. And I used to write them all, and I got all the blame or all the credit. And, you know, I wrote the insults, the whole thing. Sure. And it took me years to talk him into doing it, but it used to kill every time. And one time, he did it, and it was great. And Robin didn't do her, <laughs> she sandbagged it and didn't laugh. And she sandbagged it, you know, just to be a dork. Yeah. yeah. And I was getting so mad. And then when we went to commercial, she came busting the room. And, <laughs> I uh. said, get out of here, you! <laughs> and I called her that vicious word. And she was, <laughs> I said, I'm not kidding, you! <laughs> you know. <laughs> and three minutes later, I was fine. You know, so, and that's about as crazy as it ever got, you know. So Jackie's going to be at the Comedy Shop at Courtyard Marriott, Mount Arlington, New Jersey. He's going to be... 8.30 Friday, Friday night. Friday 2nd, yeah, Friday. There are still seats, Hassan. Unlike Black Panther. Saturday, March 3rd with Rich Harkaway uh, at the Comedy Shop at Newtown Theater in Newtown, Pennsylvania. My good friend Rich Harkaway. We sold out the place. There's a couple hundred seats, 500, whatever it is. But come on out anyway. We'd love to see you. Follow him at, at Jackie Martling. And when we come back, you know, this is a call-in show, so 877-480-4120. Call in if you uh, would like to, unless you're listening to us on iTunes or iHeart yeah. three days after the fact. In yeah. case, if it you doesn't call matter if it's not. live or not. I tweet jokes every day at 4.20 p.m. International Marijuana Time, and people love the jokes. Fantastic. You can, you can cut, paste, send them anywhere. It's at Jackie Martling. Just my name like it sounds. At Jackie Martling. And buy my book, JackieJokeMan.com. It's selling into the dozens, and I'm very proud. <laughs> <laughs> when we come back, a little bit more Howard Stern talk. No, but more then, Howard Stern. But then we're going to go spin the racks. We're going to keep it superficial. Just a brass tack. We are very superficial people yes. in general. Wow. So we're going to stick to, well, I'm a very superficial person. Yeah, I'm all right. I'm a book by the cover <laughs> I'm, kind of I'm a great guy. I'm not superficial <laughs> at all. Secrets of the Sire. Welcome back Is that to the same song every time? <laughs> Secrets Actually, of the Sire. Are those different songs? They are different songs. <laughs> they are not. They are that was the songs. first one backwards. <laughs> well, now you got to tell a writing secret. <laughs> See, if Hassan did that, this I'd be is, very upset. This is my favorite show. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were in on the music. <laughs> Don't blame me, Mohab. <laughs> Don't blame me. I'm more into making fun of him. <laughs> that's our dynamic. Yeah. That's, that's Baba Saya. Baba we, Saya. Always, we always say that uh, when we fight like a married couple, the show's doing very well. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what we yeah. think. So, But I don't have to do a thing tonight. No, just, I know. You started a band. like my rather, night off. This is fantastic. rather than become a gay couple, I thought. Well, well yeah. We yeah. did that. Yeah, yeah, we did that. We did that. We'll see what the other side. Uh, we talk <laughs> comics, movies, TV, pop culture every week. Uh, again, we have Jackie the Joke Man, Martling, in with us uh, today. We were talking about Howard Stern. We were talking about uh, how has it been on the road these days, actually? You want to talk about yeah, I'm not right. You know what I do is I go to a show and then come back. You know what I mean? I don't go to Nashville and then go to Chicago. You know, mm -hmm. I go to Myrtle Beach for the weekend and come home. You know, I go to Boston for four shows. That's the longest I'll go because I work with Lenny Clark up in Boston and Michael Clark books us as brother and uh and you know last last summer you know we went to cape cod and you know went to boston and flew to cape cod in a private little prop plane and you know that's that's adventure that's not yeah. a, so much a gig but like you know this weekend i'll you know friday night i'll i'll drive to the to the club which is actually in a hotel and stay over and then go to the next place and you know one night away i got a pretty girlfriend i got barbara klein and Greatest girl in the world, and I got two cats that I have to go home and kick. If I, don't, if I don't kick them, who's going to kick them? And uh, I got a nice house on the water. I, I, you know, I, I did a few things right. My house is paid for, so all like you know, you know what Jackie Mason said. I never have to work again unless I want to buy something. <laughs> what are the names of your cats? 
Oh, you would ask me that. Yes, well, I would. Willie is a feral cat that's still not talking to me, but Jake was a feral cat when I got him 14 years ago. Louis and he Jake. is the lo- love of my life. He's just my boy. Fantastic. And he loves my girlfriend. And uh, and she had a feral cat outside of her mom's house. Her mom passed away, and she says, I think, don't tell me you're bringing that cat. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, what if they don't get along? And meanwhile, the, you know, they're in love, these two stupid cats. So. <laughs> That's good, though. Bayville's the greatest little town, so, you know. Let's talk about Brian O'Halloran. Brian, they want you to do your show. Do their show. That's right. We want we want to self uh, shamelessly self promote our yes, show in any way, do. shape, or form. We but really we'll do. we'll segue better into it when we go spinning the rack. Oh, I, I spinning the rack. That's it. That's what we got. What was that? <laughs> I ask that every week, that's and nobody it. answers that's me. Our, that's was our, that the sire spinning the rack? Yeah, yes. <laughs> that, is exactly that was the tired was. sire spinning the rack. We the rack, you. the rack was a form of torture, right? Yes, and that's what it is every week. Yeah, for we, me, every really time I like it. Me too. <laughs> we bring you the most fantastical pop culture news out there uh, every week, and one of those things was, regrettably, was Kevin Smith uh, had a heart yeah, attack. Unfortunately, now he returned home because this is a bit, it was a couple days ago. He returns home. The heart is feeling good. He's been live tweeting, and he's been. Uh, saying everything his latest tweet home again home again home is where the heart is and the heart is feeling good it's actually getting more blood flow and oxygen than it has in a long time so I'm alert to say the least thank you for all the kind words folks from vegetarian Kev day two <laughs> yeah. uh, good guy yeah. good guy uh, Stutter and John actually had a pair of strokes in a motorcycle accident oh my god and, uh, and unfortunately he's that. fine <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I love you, John, and I'm so glad he's doing fine. And Colin Quinn had a heart attack, but he's doing fine. Yeah, but, I read, read about you know, that as well, too. I, I, I keep checking the newspaper to make sure it wasn't me. You know, <laughs> my God, I got a bad leg and I'm bitching. Well, know? this was the thing that was, it was crazy, too. He said that uh, he had two uh, stand-up gigs, and he ended up canceling the second one because he just wasn't feeling good. And they said if he hadn't done that, he would have died. He would have literally died on stage. Oh, God. That's wow. like every comedian's dream or nightmare. Jeez, you know, that, kind of a little bit of a both. Right? That has happened. That happened to Dick Sean. He was on stage at a college going nuts. And he was a nut. So he would do nutty, nutty things. And he's the kind of guy who would fall down yeah. and fake that he was dead, you know, and lie there for 20 minutes. So people are waiting and waiting. Finally, somebody said, go kick him. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I think something's really wrong. And also, there was a guy named Park Your Carcass. Do you know about that? That, that was the guy's name. He's a radio guy. In the late 40s, named Park Your Carcass. His real name was uh, Einstein. And his son, Albert Einstein, is Albert Brooks. Okay. And Bob, super, super Dave Einstein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so those are his kids. But he was a radio guy, and he was getting, he was at a roast for the Friars Club for Lucy and Desi, you know, mm-hmm. Lucy Ball and Desi mm-hmm. Arnaz. And he got up. And destroyed the place and sat down and died face first into his, into his soup. Holy cow. And that, nobody knew what was going on. And Milton Burrow's like the MC, And all of a sudden they realized the guy was they, they, the guy's dead. And Milton Burrow, this is a true story. You can sure. look it up on the web. At the time, Tony Martin, singer, had a number one record in the country. And Milton Burrow's freaking out. He said, Tony! Sing something. <laughs> Tony Martin goes, there's no tomorrow. <laughs> That's a true story. <laughs> I know it's not funny. The guy's dead in the soup and he's singing there's no tomorrow. Milton Pearl's like, what are you doing? <laughs> well, I mean, it's apropos. But the yeah. guy died with the people cheering for his... You know, I mean, yeah, yeah that's a that's a win. That's, that's a right. I mean, you got to call that a win. I just don't want to die and be like in the newspaper, like man dies on toilet. You know, like that's the, I'm yeah. just I'm avoiding that. Death. You stress, I strain there. Yes, yeah, <laughs> you know, just you know, that's the like the least worst place I could possibly be if I'm gonna die. That's, I, how, like that's to be, how Elvis went. Yeah, <laughs> and they said it was a mess. Yeah, I would well, I would imagine. So. I, I made that up. <laughs> that was very believable. No, you didn't. <laughs> very believable. It's all true. So, you, are you a Walking Dead fan at all? Not you know I watched the first you know five or six I mean I, I you know I lost it I never watched the uh, I, I, so many of them I didn't watch I'm ashamed of myself Crashing is fantastic on HBO okay. Artie Lang and uh, what's his name Pete Holmes that's that's really great now Artie Lang wrote the forward to your book Artie wrote the forward to my book he's such a good guy and he also recorded the forward for the audible version and. 
People are like, oh, that's so great. You guys are getting along again. People are so stupid. I left the show on March 1st, 2001. Artie joined the show in like at the end of October. There were a million people that tried my chair, sure. and but it, it was I was old news by the time Artie joined. People think there was some kind of, you know, rub or something. It never right. was. And he's such a nice guy. And I did his podcast a bunch of times. I was on uh, just a week ago, two weeks ago, with uh, Artie and Anthony. We had such a hoot, you know. It's because it, it, three guys firing away, you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, the reason I asked is that uh, Walking Dead ratings were the lowest they've been now in uh, since the show is. What a shame. So I didn't miss anything. No, no. you missed nothing. Yeah. And Lauren Cohen, who stars as, as uh, Maggie, is uh, without a season nine contract. So there's definitely oh, some rumors. This is according to the leaving. Hollywood Reporter. Oh, she's the reason nobody's watching. The actress who uh, <laughs> stars as Maggie since the season two uh, has booked a lead role in another pilot, Whiskey Cavalier. Wow. So does that mean she's dead, yes. or does that mean that? Well, she's leaving one way or the other. Yeah, one and, way and or the other. Sam, to quote. My old friend Richard Belzer, physical science has yet to come up with a unit of measurement that express how little I care about that. <laughs> <laughs> we built our whole show around that. And that's, that's exactly how I feel about that show. <laughs> no, no. Everybody loves that show. No, not everybody but me. No, but his son doesn't <laughs> like most things, so. Did you watch Star Wars, Last Jedi? Are you a Star Wars guy? I'm not a big I, I watched it way, 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 way back, and then uh, we had Mark, that nut. What's his name? Mark Hamill? Mark Hamill was on when we did a Channel 9 uh, New Year's Eve show, and he was just a hoot. But, you know, I could, who could ever look at him seriously again? You know? <laughs> sure, he said the same thing about me, you know. He, he threw a beer on my wife, and it was hysterical. You know? Oscars this weekend, any predictions? Yes. I am not going to win. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I... I don't think they have the balls to give it to get out. I don't think, I don't they think have so the either. Balls. I, don't think I would they agree with that. Should win though, best picture. I loved it, but I loved it for what it was. Not I for just, like the I, movie. The movie that the Academy would pick in in the old days would be the Post. Yeah, you know it's yeah, yeah but that's it's not, so a great, no, that's oh, not a great. No, oh, I thought either. it was so great. But I lived, I lived right then. You know, I was a child of the late sixties, so. You know, it's 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 a really solid movie. It just it so doesn't who, move. What do you say is going to win? Huh? What do you think is going to win? Uh commit. I think get out. What do you think? You think get out? I think get nah, out. No, it's going to be shape of the water. Shape of water. Shape of water is going to win it. It's, it's. I love. It. My girlfriend is a talent oh, yeah. a talent agent for Omni. She's an owner of Omni Pop, and they represent Doug. The, oh, okay. the, yeah, yeah. the fish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So good luck, Doug. Doug. All right, well, we're going we're gonna to have to cut it off there. It's an Are we long. done? That's it. We're done. Jackie, this has been great. At we Jackie Barling. Go to my Twitter. We need to do it. This is our night this off. This was our night off. <laughs> this is Go great. to my Twitter and uh, send me an email, jokeland at AOL.com, and tell me that you enjoyed me. I'd love to come and join these guys again. Jokeland at AOL.com. Who do you want? Who do you want? You want Florentine? We'll, He's pushing a book. Jim we'll Florentine? Talk, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll take them all. Yeah, and we're shameless. We're shameless. Charlie McCarthy, what's the guy's name from Clerks? Brian O'Halloran. Brian O'Halloran. We're going to get him on as well. Next week, we're going to welcome uh, Josh Blaylock from Devil's Due Comics. He's going to talk How'd all you about get him? It. I know. <laughs> it's just, we, we've got this magic. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you, Sam. <laughs>